Okay, so um, today I'm talking to Warwick Peel, who I have known throughout my own entrepreneurial journey. Um, Warwick, uh, I could talk more about his various roles and functions, but we actually met through serendipity of actually having uh, my first office and he'd been around for a long time together in a co-working space where we used to sit and have a beer on a Friday because there was no community and we helped build a community and started Entrepreneurs and Code together. So I'm absolutely delighted to get Warwick um, on the podcast today. Hello, Warwick. G'day, Phil. Uh, good, good to join, mate. Uh, and what a, what a, what a cracking uh, start, hey? It was serendipity um, way back then in 2014. And yeah, I don't know what, we ran 50-odd um, events and had a couple of thousand people through the door. So that's been a, an awesome journey in itself, Entrepreneurs & Co. Yeah, I, I just think in all of these things, had I not been introduced by a lady called Annie Harper to Space & Co, to look at that as a co-working space, to have a desk, to have an office, and then like here we are in 2021, still doing cool and interesting things when we can and everything, but like it's a good example where someone says, you should do this and you go, okay, we're going to make it happen. So it's awesome. But anyway, we're here to talk about hacking serendipity uh, on, and your journey today. So um, just like to start, you know, just tell a little bit about your story, you know, what's your backstory and uh, sort of how have you ended up where you are now? Yeah, thanks, Phil. Um, I guess serendipity and, and, and networking has been part of my journey I, I was fortunate enough to to be um, relatively smart um, back in high school so I got into Melbourne High which is a mega um, hyper connected school um, here in Melbourne um, and I thought yeah I've made it um, but that was the the start of the downfall I was the dumbest kid in a in a smart school and <laughs> as a result my year 12 mark was absolutely atrocious so um, most of my mates went to, you know, do arts, law, com law, medicine at Melbourne Uni, Monash, etc. Um, I went out to one Turner TAFE to do an associate diploma, so in marketing. So uh, 14 years later, I got my master's. So that was part of the, um, the journey. But look, I, I, you know, the reason I probably got such a bad mark is because I spent most of my time having fun and, and just, you know, building my social network, right? Just being a rat bag and, and, and you know, um, really building really good relationships with my mates and playing heaps of sport. Um, and that, you know, funnily enough has paid dividends. Um, you know, I ended up uh, um, taking off to London to, to go on, I've done a few years in recruitment here, um, went to London, um, really just thrived in, in that market, uh, was there for five years and again, um, you know, a lot of that was, um, you know, serendipity being out and about and meeting folks that, you know, I met someone who worked at Sony BMG back in the day, it was called BMG. And the next thing they were my client and, you know, went to a meeting once sitting next to Natalie and Brulia and, and, you know, here I'm recruiting a German speaking treasurer for them, you know, so, you know, I had some fun times over there and a lot of, um, um, serendipitous moments with um, just bumping into random Aussies and then the next thing you've got that shared um, you know common interest and common background and and that just led to you know loads of uh, you know I don't know even just randomly getting on a 
going on holiday to Croatia with some random folk I met out and about, you know, in London and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, I came, when I came back home, um, I always wanted to start my own thing. Uh, and I realized that, you know, being a headhunter, part of it's about the network. So um, first thought was, well, I need to build the network. So I went and worked for a few firms and then, um, you know, long story short, um, you know, uh, one was a, a successful exit. Um, the second one um, died a slow death. Uh, and then I started a few other companies. Um, you know, obviously at the time we met Phil, Entrepreneurs and Co was a serendipitous moment. And, and there was a whole crew of us. I think, um, you know, there was about five or six of us at the time that were all going, oh, let's create this community. And then we, we pitched it to GPT and they were called Space and Co. So we thought we'll come up with entrepreneurs and co um and they loved it you know they were trying to build a community and and build a customer base and and we helped them do that so um yeah that was that was uh um a, a pretty exciting part of the journey um but i think just in terms of the other parts you know i i co-founded um future directors institute um which was a governance um, education program for younger professionals and startup boardroom which taught you know founders um governance um and with support of launch vic um and entrepreneurs and co and then i was doing search 360 and and you know i thought i was a rock star dj spinning four discs and and thinking i'm you know ruling ruling the 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 melbourne startup scene and then uh, a greek wedding happened and all the plates smashed and Wow, that 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 was a hard one to to uh, to uh, to to really swallow. <laughs> but uh, um, but serendipity happened after that as well, right? Like, you know, um, through a, a sadly uh, a passing of a mate recently, Alex Pantia, um, he invited me to an innovation unconference, and that's how I landed at IdeaScale. So, um, you know, that was serendipity as well. So. Um, yeah, definitely been a, a bit of a journey in, in some entrepreneurial endeavors. And, and, you know, now I felt, find myself working for a global tech company with zero tech skills and, and somehow um, finding my way to navigate my way in the world of uh, innovation and tech. So, um, wow. It's, a, it's a quite a journey that you've had, to be honest. I, I'd, I'd like to acknowledge, acknowledge Alex as well, because if there was ever a person who you know, I think he's, he was like what well, I class as a hyper connector, but with purpose and uh, absolutely wonderful guy as well. So I think that uh, he taught me a few things as well at, through that about how to um, always give more than you take in any uh, engagement with somebody. So yeah, that's true. But look, you know, I, I think that um, through all those sort of things in your journey, you know, and, and you know, being a headhunter, being someone who wants to connect. And uh, I always remember when we met, your LinkedIn connections were pretty phenomenal then. I know they've grown a lot. That was one of the things. But now this, this hacking serendipity um, approach, and we've always talked about the fact that it's sort of luck plus action, or perhaps action plus luck. Now, in terms of um, you, need, you need to do something, you know, th these lot even buying a lottery ticket you have to buy one to actually win it you know you've got to be in it to win it so I didn't know you know obviously you've uh, you've been 
looking to build networks, but also engage with people for a long time. You know, do you have any stories of about how you've pushed yourself to be out there and from that it's led to something amazing that's happened or any examples of other people that you've supported to help have that dramatic impact on your business where you, especially in that sort of entrepreneurial world where, you know, like you are literally independent and on your own and trying to do things yourself. Yeah, look, I think when, when you're an entrepreneur in particular, um, and starting my first company in 2009, we were, you know, an executive search firm in um, what was then the, the, what looked like to be a developing carbon markets, renewable energy, um, uh, responsible investment market, albeit it stalled for a decade or so, but somehow we got through. But during that, that initial foundations of that company, myself and my, my, my business partner at the time really started to map out, well, where are we going to play? Um, where are we going to win, right? So we, we had this niche, but at the same time, we knew we had it to have um, the investments part in terms of a, a client base, um, the advisory part. Um, and we were, we were super sort of, you know, um, aware of how to, you know, create opportunity through, you know, the, the action part. So the action part for us was that, one of the big four was that was a standout for us in terms of climate change and sustainability. Um, they also had, um, at the time, they were the smallest of the big four and wanting to make a dent in the universe because I'd lost a few partners through, you know, sort of, you know, um, uh, you know, just through the, the market at the time and their brand positioning. Um, and so we wanted to, to win them. Um, and we went all out to... We had some relationships, but but we were clever in in the action part. And sure enough, you know, nine months later, um, you know, we we I ended up um, uh, reaching out to the then Melbourne Footy Club, um, you know, uh, vice president of the board, uh, a guy by the name of John Trotter. Um, you know, I'm a Melbourne fan and pretty connected over there. So, you know, Trots um, JT got us in at Deloitte had this amazing meeting. He's like, you guys know your shit. Um, I, I, if, if any sort of contractor comes across my desk, I'll endorse it. So, you know, we still had to do the hard yards, but, you know, in our first year of business to win a three-year contract with Deloitte was just quite extraordinary. Um, and, and there was a bit of serendipity in there in that because we, we put a, I guess, a sort of, you know, our, our Google map, sort of um, point down, down to know where we were going, we then just started to meet all these people from Deloitte and then folks were opening up doors and then, yeah, we were, we were pretty well positioned to win. And, and so, um, yeah, that was an amazing um, gig. But I think also, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to have some pretty good mentors along the way. Um, having been a headhunter, I used to interview, you know, amazing people all the time, you know, CEOs, investors, managing directors of investment banks and, you know, heads of, um, you know, fund managers and stuff like that. Um, and some of those folk, when, when they're, they lost their job or they're going through transition, the advice that I was able to give them back then and bring, you know, and connect them to other folk, even when I wasn't actually recruiting mandates, um, paid huge dividends. Um, guy by the name of Jeff Gedge, um, you know, he was a candidate 
back in the, you know, sort of probably 2006, 2007. He ended up being on my board in 2009 for my first company. Um, and, you know, what, just one of his introductions for us netted 100K in a month, right? Wow. So, you know, and, 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 and still to this day, like Deji and I catch up probably once a quarter. We haven't seen each other face-to-face for a while. Um, thanks to COVID, but um, and plus, plus he lives over in the. Uh, I'm a you know in a north side um, wannabe hipster, and he's um, you know Bayside with a big wine cellar. So you know it takes a jet star flight to get over that side of town. And they like won't let me in that that Brighton Castle anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, that was massively serendipitous, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean he's I consider him a good mate these days. So. I mean, one thing I'd just love to look at is, you know, this mentors in terms of how do you hack serendipity to find a mentor, you know, and also with your networks, what's the best way that you can do that to, to actually, you know, what are the tips to get things moving? I mean, I think I used to probably meet a thousand people a year, um, you know, interviewing people, right? You would meet a lot of people. Um, and so when you meet, you know, I think we all know that when you meet that person with that energy, um, you just come out of that meeting. And you're like, "Wow, we just connected. We, we, we. You know, we had some similar sort of values or, or visions for, you know, whatever the, the the topics were. But at the same time, you're like, "Wow, that's someone I need to keep in touch with." Um, and to that point, you know. Again, I met a lady by the name of Kerry Lee Sinclair, who obviously you know, Phil, um, you know, when she was going through a career transition would have been, you know, 15 years ago now. And, um, you know, she's been an amazing mentor of mine, um, you know, although she probably doesn't even know that. Um, I just, you know, reach out to her for advice all the time and and she's always there. And, and you know, I, I love being a mentor as well with Inspiring Rare Birds. Um, and, and Springboard Enterprises, I've, you know, often gone to their events. So funnily enough, nowadays, a lot of those, well, some of those female founders I now mentor, I connect them into, you know, my sort of inner sanctum of, of you know, highly experienced um, investors and, and female founders who have been there, done that and sold their companies to Microsoft or whatever, right? So, um, you know, that's, uh, I think it's just about, you know, don't, when you have those moments of, of those meetings that are on an 11 out of 10, don't, don't walk it out of that meeting and forget about it. Like you've got to, you got to have your little black book and write down those names and just remember, you know, those types of relationships are, are everlasting, right? So, um, you know, another one at the moment, one of mine who, um, you know, I'll be honest. It's 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 new. It's it's a new relationship. It's it's forming, but a, a gentleman by the name of Ian Carson, who was the founder of Second Bite, um, one of the partners of PPB that sold to PwC, chairman of PwC Markets. Um, I don't. I should, probably shouldn't have used his name in that way, but look, he's him and I are, are building a really nice relationship at the moment. Um, and again, when I met him. Um, you know, early in COVID, um, he was in his shorts and saying, I can't believe I'm just about to meet a minister in my shorts from my next meeting. 
I would never do that, you know, if I was at work. Um, and, you know, from that point on, we've just really connected. So I think, yeah, when you meet those people and then are an 11 out of 10, you just, the energy's just been electric. You've just got to, you know, make a concerted effort to, to reconnect with them because there are some special people in this world who inspire us all. Um, and if you've been fortunate enough to sit in front of them, um, you know, don't let that be a one-off opportunity. Really foster that relationship and, and, and always make that relationship reciprocal, i.e., um, you know, one of the uh, individuals I just met is raising funds right now. Um, I'm opening some doors of some family offices, um, you know, so always whatever you can do, you know, think about, well, how can I help you? Because everybody, doesn't matter if you're the, you know, they're the chair of a company or CEO of a company. Um, there's always, you know, they could always have a new customer. They could always have a new joint venture or a new investor or another board role or, you know, so, um, and things are changing, right? There's this big shift in terms of intergenerational equality and intergenerational transfer of knowledge and transfer of wealth. So, whether, you, whether we're 65 or, you know, mid 40s or 22, the smarts of a 22 year old today is a huge amount of, of social capital, a huge amount of mega trends, consumer behavior, digital natives, activism, you know, so we've got, there's so many in environments in which we can learn. So I think intergenerational serendipity or intergenerational connecting of the dots is really important. That's so good. There's some really good tips in there. You know, I think like you say, the 11 out of 10, I think one thing that you said was that when someone's a mentor, but they don't realize it, that's something I, I, I saw elsewhere. Like you, you meet people who are like a fountain of energy and support and guidance naturally. And then there's other people you meet who are like a drain and they suck out of you all your energy. So I think finding those people who are actually going to do that and naturally doing it. So it's not even like, well, what's in it for me? It's just, I want to help. So I think, you know, I, I totally agree. Those 11 out of 10s, they are the people who want to share and they want to like have that energy and say, right, come on, let's see if we can do this together. A hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, you've made a really valid point, Phil. Um, there are some folks that will, zap you dry and they're very negative um and i'll be honest life's too short you know they are the meetings that yes you met them once make it once see you later yeah. all the best with your project um you know try to surround yourself with positive upbeat people who are going to empower you to to be your best and and realize you know your potential and help you reach that potential um so yeah when you meet the three out of tens um you know they're they're, they're maybe just press delete um i know that's really unkind i'm just kidding but you know what i mean just really yeah. really invest in those 11 out of tens is what i'm saying yeah that's, that's great oh look there's some really beautiful gems in there um you know i i, I think there's a lot to take away for everybody uh, just to the last thing you know where's the best place for people to find you um you know if they want to stay connected to you what, what's the best thing to do uh linkedin 
um, if you LinkedIn search Warwick Peel, P-E-E-L, Warwick as in the castle from England. And, yeah. and I've even got my own shire in England. I was, I was really stoked about that. I always used to say Warwick as in the castle and Peel as in orange. And, and people in England used to love that. So um, if, you, <laughs> if you type in those words in LinkedIn, I don't think there's too many Warwick Peels out there, but uh, no. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm infrequently on Twitter these days, but at Peely76, um, you know, nothing to do with my age, but um, maybe it is, <laughs> who knows. Um, but yeah, no, look, awesome to chat, Phil. And, you know, I think um, hacking serendipity, uh, look, you know, it, it really is about, you know, I mean, I make a concerted effort um, week in, week out to meet new people. Um, you know, as much as I've got a big, you know, um, network, it's always awesome to meet new folks. And and when you do, you know, yeah, I think that's the, the key to it. When you have those 11 out of 10s, you just get, when you get off the phone, like, don't just put those notes in a CRM or something, like, get out a black book and write it down and, you know, don't forget those people, um, you know, because they they can make a big difference in your world. Um, and I know that we've all, you know, had mentors and idols over our time. If you get the opportunity to meet them, then that's time to uh, lean in, as um, um, the uh, Miss Sandberg would always say. Um, so, uh, yeah. No, it's brilliant. I, th I think that that thing, like you say, it, it doesn't happen by magic. Look, look for interesting people. Uh, you know, uh, when you see them at events and connect, and you just, uh, I think you, you, I'm always amazed at how generous people are with their time if they understand why you're trying to connect. And if it's just to even build your own knowledge or to learn from them, people are willing to do it. That's brilliant. Eleven out of tens and three out of tens. Keep that in mind. That's the best way. <laughs> well uh yeah 11 out of 10 um go all in that's that's my advice so go all in just like melbourne demons at the moment that's yeah, it good. they're they're going along nicely just a pity we won't be able to go to queen's birthday against the pies but uh um the demons are marching on nicely at the moment phil that's so great. uh it's happy days in uh in prawn sandwich and um uh range rover land <laughs> All right, mate. Look, thank you so much, Warwick. Really appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you at an event sometime soon. Thanks, Phil. You have a good arvo. Cheers. Great chatting Thanks, and man. good luck with it all. All right. Cheers, then. Thanks, bud. Ciao.